When I died, I saw the whole world. The people are angry. Their anger is a lightning bolt and light up the sky. I see the people. I see the people. I see the people. This is the N to Z of film with Andy and Rajiv. Hello and welcome back, listeners. This is episode nine of season four of the N to Z of film, uh, Wonder Wahine. We're discussing uh, films made by prominent New Zealand women filmmakers. I'm your co-host, Rajiv. Oh, and I'm the other co-host, Andy. Hello. <laughs> and with me in the wonderful space of our films, we have filmmaker and acupuncturist Bex Arahami. Kia ora, good morning. Thank you very much for, for agreeing to be with us on this podcast. So I'm always amazed at how people will agree to be talking. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very nice. I think the key is to get people when they're really busy and they don't read their emails properly. <laughs> is, that, is that how it happens? <laughs> right? That uh, that's right. That's the trick. <laughs> that's the trick. Yeah, so we've been, we've been pretty lucky to get so many prominent sort of film, film industry folk on our podcast. It's great. So thanks for agreeing to uh, talk to us about Waru today. This awesome. is a pretty important film, I reckon, in the... The canon of New Zealand cinema. Uh, Andrew, do you have a, podca- uh, um, a, a podcast? A podcast? Yes, it's this one. A podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Synopsis. Yeah, it's... So, Waru basically is about the death of a young boy named Waru. And it is essentially eight ten-minute segments following different Māori women around that kind of instance. Mm. Yeah, connect- connected in some way to that. Yeah, to connected that. in some way to that event how that death of that little boy um affects different people in the community that's right yeah exactly so um we have you bex on board as mm-hmm. a filmmaker so you, you know as a you'd have a unique perspective on this i would have thought i was interested in primarily from it being what do you call that um when, the, when you've got like lots of different little films can you do like a vignette film Often when I watch these, like ABCs of Death or whatever, Portmanto, I, I think it's called. Portmanto. That's oh, right. Portmanto, that's, that's right. I always feel like they're not particularly good. I always, I always come away going, oh, some of those are pretty good, uh, but mm. I don't feel, I don't feel like I've, I've watched a, a coherent story. This feels different. I feel mm. like this one really worked for me. That's oh, so interesting. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned like the ABCs of Death or like um, the the VHS one, which was essentially that's right. a whole bunch of different short films crammed into a feature length good and bad but and so this is essentially eight short films mm. but they all have a unifying theme or event that kind of ties them all together and makes them all coherent and one which i think yeah. is, is is what ties it all together as a single film without taking away anything from them being individual stories what was your take on that Oh, well, I mean, you know, obviously um, Waru had a whole series of parameters around it. It wasn't just ten, it wasn't just eight short films. Mm. It was um, eight ten-minute single-shot mm. slices of life, really, and how, and how this little boy's death, um, you know, affects different people in different ways. Um, so it, you know, it was so much more than just that portmanteau sort of structure. Mm. Um, the whole process was really incredible. So I've got um, t- uh, three of my, one of, one's my sister-in-law, Ainsley Gardner, oh, wow. and then uh, two other friends made were directors for Waru. Oh, right. 
So Renee Maihi and Brian Grace Smith. Um, yeah, so I went along to the film festival and watched it at NZIFF when it first played, and um, we were going to go out for a glass of wine afterwards, and I just had to go home. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I don't think I can drink wine. <laughs> I'm still processing. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so it was, it was, but actually not, you know, because you think a film like that, it's like, oh, God, you know, it's bad enough that our babies are getting killed. You know, I don't want to go and see a film about it. But actually, um, what I was able to say to people afterwards is um, it was done really beautifully and really carefully. Um, I think each of the filmmakers took the kaupapa and not only made it their own, but treated it with the respect it deserved to be treated with. Mm. Um, and then, so then I got to watch it a second time in Toronto. It was the opening night film at Imaginative, where my film was playing. And, um, and that was, I was able to watch it a lot easier that way, you know, like the kind of initial shock or, or the initial kind of heaviness around the film wasn't there. And so I was able to uh, watch the film and enjoy it a lot more. I still cried. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's still some really amazing moments in it. And I think, um, yeah, God, it was it was such a feat to make that film, but they, they did it really well. And the, when you say you watched it for a second time with an imaginative audience, is that... It's a it's a non New Zealand audience. So is there a different feeling in the room? Uh, no, 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 and you know not just with Wadu. I just I found, um, you know, being around especially with native audiences, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the themes are similar mm, between yeah. native yeah, peoples. Yeah, yeah. You know, our hu- like a lot of our humour is the same. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it's quite cool. So um, I think it affects people on different levels because at the end of the day, it's a really human story. It, it is. I mean. I, I had the same experience. I, I don't know whether I saw it at the premiere at the film festival, but I definitely saw it at the film fest. And mm. the audience afterwards was just quiet. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> just the stunned sort like, of oh, silent. I need a cup yeah. of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially after that that last one where um, I can't remember the actress, but she looks at the camera. Titty and Bash. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's man. Uh, <laughs> so great. I know. That was a bloody good way to end that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and the wee boys, boys voiceover and, yeah. Yeah, and, and there were lots of things uh, re-watching it, because I hadn't seen it since the film base, so this is a year later, that I didn't notice. Like in the um, the Mede episode, where she drops the um, the toko, the, her grandma's staff. Oh, the toko The toko And there's a, there's a thunder strike? I didn't hear, I didn't notice that before. I was like, oh, shit, you know? And there's also a thunder strike um, in the sound um, during the Anahira, the teacher episode. Oh, okay. But she goes outside. I'm like, I wonder if they're like timed ah. at the same time. Like it's a sort of thing. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know I don't why I didn't notice that. that. I don't. I don't remember noticing. I may remember, but you know, I guess you're. Right. I definitely, you're, I you're definitely not... noticed the second one, but not the first one. Yeah, when she when she goes outside to to pick up that lost, she finds that lost property box. She's yeah. like, there's like a thunder in the, in the air. Ah. it's really cool. And then and then the creepy pedophile uncle like touches the yeah. the stuff and it's like it, it burns his hands. It's like man, this is great. I, yeah, I'd actually forgotten all that. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, it's yeah. the spirit of her of her nan in there. In there. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, it's cool. It's really cool. So I don't know whether we, we haven't really discussed how we're going to talk about this. Do you want to talk about each one individually? Do you have? Oh, any, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just I'll just flow with whatever you guys. Okay. Want all right. Cool. So it starts off. I, just a just a disclaimer. I haven't watched it since October last year. That's all right. I think it stays with you. Like it does. It really it does. <laughs> it's, really, well, I mean, and, I, and I've literally just finished watching it. And this was, so me on the other side of the world, this was, I think, the film I heard the most about out of last year's film festival. Cool. It was like, 
was sort of everyone was talking about Wado. And it, it got coverage on like international sites more than I, you know, because I, I read a lot of um, international film news sites and I was like, oh, right. Wado's what what turned up here. Wado's turned up there. You know, like it's still going too. It's still, yeah, because it, it I had to actually had to send the DVD to Andrew and Guernsey because it's yeah. actually not available um, on any uh, streaming sites because I think it's still doing the, the It's festival. totally still doing the festivals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just won an award in LA yeah, yeah, yeah. recently. Yeah, the LA Asian Film Festival? Mm-hmm. LA Asian yeah, film and it played at Seattle International Film Festival, which is one of the biggest ones. That Damn it, you film festivals, just stop it <laughs> so I can watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's good that you brought that up because I was I was just at the film commission. And I was actually sending the that, I, that my job was to send Prince to various festivals. So I actually sent it to oh. LA and I sent it to that city. Yeah, that was my job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I was really I was actually because I, I was sitting there and this horrible old desk job I did there, but I was like, oh shit, this is still playing. Like people are really it's, this is really good. Yeah, <laughs> so playing, sorry, yeah. Rajiv, you were sending this to film festivals. You couldn't just accidentally have like included me in the BCC. <laughs> I mean, come well, on. We're we're big on not on non piracy here, so yeah, I don't I don't want to be like a, a Wellington based film yeah. film and TV contractor myself. Especially announcing it during a podcast. Is I mean, not... you know, it didn't happen, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I was actually I was really annoyed because I was sitting there with the VOD people going, "Why can't you just make this available to me?" But they, they, they've, they've got a deal. We can't we can't I can't break the the Wadu film producers deals. That's, no, it's not it's cool. definitely it's not. not cool. Definitely not on this. <laughs> And then my only, like, I always, you know, you know, you know me, Andrew. I'm just, this is five stars for me. I love this film, but I do that to pretty much all the films. But um, <laughs> my only criticism was that I'm like, it, the frame rate is 25, I think. So it looks a little bit weird some, sometimes. But the, the color grade, anyone else, does that notice? That was something I noticed in the, in the film theater. I don't know whether anyone else, well, you probably don't remember this a while ago, but like, I just, I just felt like, oh, the color, the color grade is off. Like, it's a little bit weirdly flat. And I wasn't too, I wasn't too happy with that, but. It could have just been did, the, the transfer. I don't did know. you see it in one theatre? I saw it at the Paramount Theatre. Paramount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen my film on certain, at certain cinemas and the colour looks flatter. Yeah, on yeah. Some... But that's what I thought. But then when I was watching the DVD, I was like, oh, this seems, the same. It seems the, same. the same. But mm. it is a DVD, so I wonder if it would be different if I was watching a Blu-ray. So that was only... And was, it all, the, was it all the pieces or just some... Because well, I, I don't know if they did a. I mean, they would have done individual grades and then just an overall grade. Well, there's one. There's a single. There's a single DP. So I'm guessing they're using the same it on is. everything. Um, and what I noticed was that it seemed like there was some sort of automatic setting on, which I, is understandable when you're doing a, a mm-hmm. one ten minute thing. But the colors, the 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 actual color grade would change within mm. within the shot, and I thought that's a bit weird. So I wonder if that was a mistake or something they're doing on purpose, but I didn't, I couldn't quite figure that one. But that, but that's my only criticism of the entire thing. Like I thought it was really great, okay, except great. for that. Yeah, yeah. I'll say, take a note a little of that. Bit weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing was like every single time I wrote notes on each one of these eight things, I'm like, oh, powerful performance. Mm. <laughs> so every single one, like charm, man. Jeez, that was great. Well, that's the thing. Like every, if, and that's the other big, I think, big positive with this sort of portmanteau vignette sort of film right every single one of these is anchored by a fucking amazing central performance even if you you know could say something about any of the performances any of the secondary performances or whatever which i don't off the top of my head i don't think you could like everyone across the board is really good but like the central performance in every single one of these is so Mm. true Mm. I mean, child performance are always iffy, but you know, I was, you always give that a pass, like with with, with charm yeah. and the and the mother. Which one's charm? 
That's the first one with um, oh. Auntie Charm. Oh, oh, yeah. She's smacking. But, she's I mean, smacking yeah, and that's like, <laughs> Tani, but it's like yeah, Auntie Tani. Charm and, and so many of the other actors around her that aren't the mm. kids <laughs> are so real and true. I, yeah, and I mean, the, the, the mother of Wada, I can't remember the actress's or the character's name either, sorry, but um, she was like in the fridge, you know, crying and yeah. asking for redemption. It was like, oh, man. But also, but I, I, I mean, how how... What a way to introduce the mother Amazing. Yeah, of the yeah. eponymous dead child. We've... Yeah, yeah. It's was, it was, it was really great. Um, my favourite thing about that first first thing with Char was, was Willow, the Pakeha girl. The, lady, uh, the girlfriend. The girlfriend of her. It's Charm's, do- Charm's son, right? Sons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. She's so yeah. stereotypically. It yeah. is funny. But what was great about that, because when I was watching, I was like, oh, that's a bit mean. But, you know, at the very end, Charm wraps her back into yeah. their life. It was really nice. You know? she, her line was like, do you know how to make steam pudding? And, she's, and, she's, and Willow's like, yes. And Charm is like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, ooh, I know those yeah. old ladies too. But she, but she says it with love. It's good. Yeah. It's nice. She's the boss. She's the boss. Yeah. She's totally the boss. And it was interesting that, that something I didn't notice because I guess I'm just the dummy when I first watched it and I rewatching. I was like, oh yeah, because her son says to Charm, I'm not Wadu. You know, it's that's mm. not me in that box. You know, you saved me. And then at the end with uh, with Tiddy and Bash, that's like a. It's like full circle because mm. she's going off to do a, similar, babies, a similar thing. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, is that a commentary? Like you have to stand up or this is cyclical or you have to break, you have to break the chain. Well, I think, um, you know, the one you're talking about before with, um, you know, the toko toko. Mm. I mean, that's kind of showing the cyclical nature of how this can happen and, and the breaking of those chains. Mm, mm, mm. So I think, you know, a lot of them are sort of alluding to standing up and speaking out and it's interesting it's the cyclical nature because we previously talked about patu mm. by um Mita, and Mita. you know she was all about like if you watch that film the nature of it is real cyclical like the way that time is, is is sort of dealt with is is very non-western non-traditional and it feels like that's something that comes through in something like this as well mm. just that sort of this cyclical nature because because you know that black and white one at the end i was like well this could almost this could almost be the story of charm Right. Like it, it could, like yeah, she right. talked about, it. like it could, it could be that same right, thing that repeating, mm. same thing repeating. Teddy and Bash. Teddy and Bash, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anahera was great. I was, I was curious as to what you guys thought about. She's the teacher. The story with the teacher, where yeah. she ends up having uh, sex briefly in the bathroom with that guy. And there's obviously like, and this is the thing is like, we only see these people for like ten minutes at a time, but they don't feel like. They've just been created for those ten minutes. They feel like there is history. Yeah, yeah, for to sure. All of them, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, re- that reveal that 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 she was having an affair with him was was really well done, really well handled. I was like, oh right, you know, like it was really, it really felt like they had a real connection. I was just curious on this on the second watching of it that, you know, part of me was like, oh, what a creeper, but I'm like, oh, is does she need it? Does she need that uh, human connection? Because of this, yeah. the loss of Wadu, you know, that sort of, I don't know, it's hard for me to deal with because I don't, I don't have this sort of thing in my life, but I just wonder if, you know, perhaps she's, she's missing a human connection, so she needs that in her life now, at that moment, even though she, she breaks down crying afterwards. So that I was yeah. thinking about what the... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I felt like she was really vulnerable and he took advantage of that. Yeah, that's what, that's what, like. that's what I thought when I watched it in the cinema. Yeah, but rewatched was... it this time. I was like, "Oh, maybe it's not that." Yeah, I, don't know. I was. I, yeah, I sort of felt <laughs> yeah. both of those things 
right? I think like I think he does he, come across think, as a creep, though. What mm. does he? I think, I don't, I think a little bit. I think I think he <laughs> took. I think he almost took advantage of her without realizing that that's what he was doing. Well, I mean, it's, I don't, it's an, I don't it's think entitled. that makes someone less rapey. They're not quite. <laughs> but, no, no. I just feel like he, he, <laughs> like yeah, she was emotionally vulnerable. They had obviously been close. You know, you know, she's married, but they'd obviously had some sort of I don't know connection, maybe flirty or whatever. And then she's emotionally vulnerable, and he's thinking he's there for her, but then whoa, no, it gets out of control, but. He, he and I'm. It's a, it's a really remember, like he does like yes, and she she says yes. She well, she like he's constantly all over her and being a little bit. I I feel like he's a little bit too much forward. But then she does kiss him. But then I feel like it's it's not it's not. I don't feel like it's equal. I think she's in a vulnerable state and he should just be backing off. Really, that's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's a safe place to leave that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't equal. No, no, no. no. Yes, that's, yeah. yes, no, 100%. <laughs> she, but she was really great. I, I mean, once again, all the all the performances were, were above, yeah, were above the board. Yeah, do, do you know her? She's really, I, I haven't met her. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> they were yeah. all great. They were all great. She, uh, was, she was in Hemiana Grace's film, Par Boys, The Par Boys. Oh, The Par Boys. And she was really yeah. great in that too. You haven't seen that one yet. Uh, and the next one is Mihi, which I've forgotten which one that one. Mihi. Oh, that's the one where the car doesn't start. Oh, that's Ainsley's. Film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so she has to. She pretends the kids are sick. Um, Ngapaki is the lead actress in that. that Another one, great one. <laughs> Man, the, that one made the, me cry. Yeah, yeah, the, like yeah. The, the sound design in that, like just with the, oh fuck, that constantly being on fucking hold. Oh, like yeah. you can see exactly. Um, the frustration and yeah, the desperation. Yeah. yeah. I've 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 been on hold with wins and I understand that I'm not a single mother that has to do all that stuff, but mm. it is painful. No, it's just <laughs> yeah. like that extra level of, oh yeah, we totally care about you. We fucking don't. We totally yeah. care about you. Just fucking die already. We totally care yeah. about you. Just hold on the line. It's like hold the line, cooler. Yeah. And then also, and then all the things where it's you, they say they care about you and everything they want you to say into the phone or type in as a. Oh, this is all to help you, but it's all—it's all an impediment to getting to the yeah, thing you yeah. want to do. And just like that, the rest of that story of her, everything is there. Everything there is like an impediment to what she's trying to do with her mm. life. I, I like the twist with the the neighbor ends up being helpful. Helpful, yeah. Because yeah. I thought you know when they when she was first shown, there's this few moments of animation where she's shown like like having animated huffy breath, like she's some sort of yeah. animal, and then. Yeah, and so he sort of, of came like off as negative. Staring yeah, it into, did. The, yeah. into the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, so when she turned up at the door, I was like, oh, God, this lady. And I was like, all oh, right, oh, she's good. <laughs> and she was just about to lose it with her big girl. She was. Yeah, she shook her and yelled at her. Yeah. yeah. And, and her big girl said, I'm not the mum. I'm not the mum. Oh, it's good to see you remember all that. It's well, it's because it made me cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, funnily enough, like, uh, the older I get, the more the more easy it is for me to cry in, in movies. But that, and I remember that was the one that made me cry. Mm. I don't think any other ones, I felt a lot, but that one, for whatever reason, made yeah, me cry. Yeah, that one I cried in the one when the two grandmothers, great-grandmothers fought over the, ba- over the boy. It's really good. Yeah. That was Holy really good. Cow. Was it, is that that was Renee's one. one. That's Renee's. Ra- yeah. Ranui. Renahi. Yeah, Renee Mahi. My, my first note, powerful exclamation point. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> actually, I don't have any other notes, actually. All I've, all I've written is it's, it's all in te rā Māori, yeah. and it was really great, you know. It was interesting um, as an outsider. Like, I, you know, I'm not a Pākehā, but, you know, so I have yeah. cultural family stuff can often be quite... Uh, <laughs> it could it could feel like it's it's closing in on me sometimes, but uh, you know this this sort of world is kind of alien to me. But that being said, the sort of family there's a lot of protocol and ritual involved, and mm. I was like I could I could really relate to that. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know what that's like in my my Indian culture. It's part of that, you know, the, and the a bone for a bone and wanting to you know give this dead body a new new a new lease on life by by taking it away from the place where it was oh, a peaceful resting place. That's right. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, because because at first I was like, God damn it, what are they doing? This is this shouldn't be doing that, this. I mean, that definitely happens <laughs> in mm. Maoridom, you know, where if you've got you know a couple of two tribes or something, and one tribe wants them to lay there, and the other mm. tribe, I mean, obviously Renee had to show it in that ten minute time mm. frame, but it would normally it'd be a bit goes more for longer. I, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I feel, I feel like it, I feel like that was a story that happened with Billy T James. People yeah. might know that like that was something yeah. that happened with him, with him when he died. But it was it was really tastefully done because I was like, oh, what are these what are these what are these outsiders doing? And yeah, then I was the like, mayonnaise. oh no, I understand, I understand their viewpoint now. You know? Yeah. And that was that was something I really. Well, Andrew, as a Pakia, <laughs> <laughs> what's your take on all that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as as a Pakia, I'm gonna be quiet on that because, <laughs> um, frankly, I think as evidenced by one of the later segments with the current affairs slash TV yeah. studio, white male Pakeha have fucking too much to say about this kind of stuff when they don't really know anything about it. So <laughs> I think it's best for them to shut up, <laughs> frankly. It's very, it's very diplomatic of you. <laughs> the segment called M. Oh, Drunk in the Car. Drunk in the Car is my notes. Katie um, Wolf. Yeah, Katie Wolf. Right, yeah. director Katie Wolf. And it's, what's the name of the actress? Oh, Afina yeah. Rose Ashby. So re-watching that and something I noticed in the cinema too when I was watching it, I was like, this is kind of funny. Is it supposed to be kind of funny? Like, I felt kind of bad. I was like, What part? Well, you car? know, the sort of slapstick aspect of it where she's falling out. I mean, I mean, I know it's oh. tragic because there's a baby inside and stuff, but I'm like, there are elements of it where I'm like, this is kind of funny. Am I, am I wrong to laugh at bits of this? <laughs> I, I don't think I ever laughed at it. Okay, it's just, it's just me being a dick, I'm sorry. No, I don't know. Uh, I, I can I, see the slapstick in it though, right? I guess so, yeah. It's like I a... It's, I guess, aside from the fact that there's a baby inside, I mean, even the fact that there's a baby inside, like it's kind of a classic slapstick setup. A drunk person trying to get in somewhere or trying to do something. Yeah, I mean, there are things where like she gets the... The splinter in her leg and stuff, and I was like, Ugh, but I was like, it's kind of funny. Um, it was kind of, I thought it was really interesting, interesting filmmaking in that, and that it made me feel uncomfortable uh, a lot, which is, you know, maybe that's like, why you were laughing because yeah, you're yeah, actually yeah, really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I'm just like, there's a baby. Like, what? well, you know, in all fairness <laughs> to that woman, to that mum, she had left the baby home with the dad. Yeah, she I was sort of confused got, the, what the drunk. story was. Like, the, the, well, that's what I that's what I got from it is that you know she'd gone out and yep she'd drunk way too much, um, and she she had left her baby home, but she left her baby home with other adults who had decided to have a party in the backyard. Yeah, and, and they then they must have got the, too fucked up or something, or they're just gone. No, oh, no, they're probably just asleep in bed. Oh, uh, they're they're in the house somewhere. Pissed. That's oh, okay. what I think. That's what so think. then she had to try and get in to right, get to right, her right, baby, right. but she's still actually really pissed. For me. That piece was probably some of the best on-screen drunk acting I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I agree. 100%. It was <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. I think Katie Wolf's amazing. 
And then, you know, she, even though that woman was drunk, she still wanted to get her baby safety, but she also knew that she, she wasn't able to trust herself, so she put herself outside. Outside, yeah. 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 I mean, I thought it was phenomenal, that one. I liked that. It was really, once again, really powerful. I Katie Wolf was bloody clever. She threw that beer bottle or whatever that alcohol bottle was and, and broke it. She was like, real annoyed. Like, when she, once, she, yeah. once she got back yeah, outside, yeah. she annoyed yeah. herself. Just the, you know, the futility of the whole kind of life and situation. Mm. Yeah. And what was the, because I'm a dummy, can mm. you educate me? What was the connection to Waru with this particular? Yeah, life? I'm not quite sure. I just think showing um, certain dysfunctional aspects of society mm, mm. and how things can happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. I, I wasn't 100% sure of the actual direct connection with Waru. I was wondering the because they have they have um, the time at the start of every story, right? They have what time it is. And so yes. I, was, I, I was wondering if that is meant to be like the next day, like they were all there and then this is sort of the morning after, but I don't even, I don't uh, even think... It kind of yeah, it matters. Oh. I think it's a, a larger point, like you mentioned, Bex. Like it's yeah. No, I think I think they're all they're all happening concurrently because because the, the the end credits are over black and it was like ten oh one ten ten. It took right. like ten eleven. Ah. Um, and also like the black and white one, the last one, Tiddy and Bash, where it's like I was like, how is this connected? But you can actually they're, they're actually there's a there's a news item on the radio in the car about the funeral. Yes. Right, the tangy happening. Yeah, yeah. So all of the all of them have a connection except for this one. I was like, I'm not too sure what this 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 one is sure directly either. connected. Because my in my mind, I'm like, oh, they've all because I'm I guess I'm being stupidly technical about. It. I'm like, oh, all these people have gone off to the tangy and left a baby behind. Is that what happened? It's <laughs> a bit weird. No, because this outside fire's still going, so they're obviously having a piss up outside. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. I just thought it's it was cool, kind though. of showing how that cycle thing again. Yeah. You know, and, overuse of well. Of trying to escape from your shitty life with too much booze and yes, yeah, yeah, how dysfunction yeah. and you know that's where things can go wrong. It, from a technical standpoint, it's pretty classical, really well done filmmaking. Like there's an obstacle, there's something you want to get, yeah. And there's lots of obstacles in the way of getting that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, and she succeeds, and at the end of it, like yes, yeah. <laughs> and the stunt scene yeah. with the baby. Yeah, yeah. She falls over. She falls over. Jesus. It's just like, oh, for God's sake. That's what I'm saying. It was really great filming because I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The baby, the baby. She's clever. Yeah, it's all all really, it's really great. I mean, the camera work is really, is legitimately great. Like in this one, you know, technically the camera is attached to the door of the car as they're driving. Yeah. You know, and then they open the door up and then then the camera is is no longer attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she is in the house. And if we go back to... um, Oh, was it the Mihi, the woman, the the woman who has to stay home and her her nosy neighbour? You know that one ends with the camera following her around the house, and then it comes outside and, and it's on a crane or something. Big like crane it's shot, a big yeah. crane shot at the end. I'm like, ah, oh, this is really great. This is some really great. Oh yeah, technical <laughs> stuff. It cool. is, but it, and it's seamless kind of. It is seamless stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you kind of realise that it's one shot, but at the same time, by the end of it, and I think it kind of speaks to the overall filmmaking behind every single segment by the time you get to the end of each segment you've forgotten that it was a whole one take sort of thing mm. yeah yeah you yeah know? i mean you're getting you're getting pulled into the story obviously We're... yeah and then you sort of like it gets to the end of each thing and you're like oh shit that was one whole shot and then you're into the next one it's like oh yeah this is going to be one shot and then you are just so absorbed and then you get to the end it's like oh yeah that was one whole shot oh this one's maybe <laughs> one whole shot and, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and then 
we go into into Kiritapu and uh, that was the the current affairs show with with the amazing Johnny Bruff who I, is like an MVP, <laughs> such a dick of this. He's really great at being a dick. But um, what was interesting, this is just the we. This is not important to the story or the filmmaking. But Cohen Holloway is the voice of the yeah, makeup, makeup guy. Makeup yeah. guy. I didn't notice that when I first started yeah, watching the credits. I knew like, that oh, voice. Yeah. And yeah. the director is um, his makeup assistant. Oh, real? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always little, little tidbits of uh, of trivia. But this one, uh, I feel bad saying this, but this is my least favorite of them all, except for at the end when she, when Kitty Tapu's character does that amazing speech, and it's so good <laughs> you know at the start i was like oh it's a little bit too on the nose but by the end of it i was like oh man this is this is like probably one of my favorite now you know that oh wow that speech oh. where she pretty much gives what for to the mike hoskins of the world i'm like yeah, yeah <laughs> that that stuff is great you know you've yeah. got to do that because it's just like and she calls him a dick on air i'm like man i would love it if someone did that like live on air to the likes of mike hoskins or yeah. whoever whoever else there may be on, on, on tv they keep giving airtime to these horrible people that shouldn't be given airtime and it yeah. really annoys me I think that was based on true events. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the thing at the, the start. The Jenny May coffins. Oh, you really? Know, the sports, the, the, those kind of Maori women and yeah, on yeah, TV yeah, yeah. having to put up with this bullshit. Bullshit. But none of them have done something like that live on air. I would love it if they, I mean, they, it would endanger their career and stuff. But mm. and also they'll just be labelled as angry Maori women. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. A no, it's a no-win situation. But it's just some of those some of those comments. I was like, oh man, this is a little bit much. But I guess I guess it happens, just like where they were like looking for. I guess because I have spent time in a in a I spent time at TVNZ and in, in the news team. I'm like, oh shit, if someone says something like that, I, I I would definitely stand up and say something about it. And I'd never heard anyone, but they must it must happen. Mm. Well, they were talking about it, um, t- it totally has happened. That's obviously it happens. I, sh- I shouldn't question that. I'm a, I'm a I'm an ethnic minority. I get my fair share of racist <laughs> taunts. I was just like, oh, it's too much. Oh, that line, you're born privileged. If you're born with Māori skin, you're born privileged. I was like, oh, man, come on. That guy needs a smack. It's a smack <laughs> in the face. She smacked him with her words. She totally smacked Smack him with down. her words. Oh, and then that woman walks past and says, why do Māori keep having babies and they keep killing them? I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, has that happened? Oh, man. Yes. God, it happens. Oh, it's not good. It so oh, happens. Terrible. Terrible. But yeah, I mean, the end, the end speech was the best. It was so good. Smackdown. Sorry, I just sort of hijacked that. You guys have anything to say about that yeah. one in particular? I I think I agree. I think it's, it is sort of the, I don't want to say sore thumb, but it kind of, it's the one that sticks out the most of the other stories, a, I guess, somehow. Well, it, it, all the other ones seem to be quite family sort of based, and this one is, is a more professional environment. But that's fine. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's, and well, it's, the teacher's a little bit different as well, but it's... it's and I 100%... Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. Just something about that one just kind of sticks. I think I think it's also the me. fact that it's it's a it's like a TV studio space as opposed to all the other ones seem to be. I mean, there's a classroom, but it's still quite sort of family and sort of community based. Like a, that, I think it's the, the least directly linked. Um, yeah, I mean, they're... even though there is a link, but it's not. And I think that's kind of the point of it, right? Is that it's it's all. I think it's highlighting the disproportionate commentary from media towards Māori. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, it, absolutely. It shows the underlying bullshit fucking prejudices yeah. where someone will go, why do Māori keep, why do those Māori's keep having babies if they keep killing them? I yeah. mean, I'm Māori, my husband's Māori, our families are Māori, our friends are Māori, and I don't know anyone that does that. No, of course not. You know, I mean, you, but actually, no, exactly. that kind of undercurrent, which is in our country, it is so strong in our country, 
that comes through and then so then our people have to hear that bullshit message all the time mm. and that's what she's getting at yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's yeah. in my opinion you know and, no, it, no, no, I, and I, that's I, the stuff that needs to change and you know and they will they will focus on um, you know a death of, of a child by Māori hands and you 100%. know pa- Pākehā babies get sexually abused by their and killed by their families too Exactly. But, you know, but somehow it seems to be a Māori problem. It's And that's the main problem. It's not a Māori problem, right? That's no, the main it's, point. No, it's 100% it's not, a not a Māori problem. Yeah, yeah. That, no. and that, that's, that's why it's there. And that's, yeah, it's just that I think within the context of the film, it's the least, I don't want to say yeah. connected, but it's like, but it is all connected is the thing. But, mm. but, yeah. but, that, but I, feel, I feel like what you're saying at the start of it, but at the end of it, I'm like, this is great. This is the best. Yeah. <laughs> And, and we get that horrible performance from Johnny Brock, who's incredibly <laughs> horrible. Who does a um, great, awful Mike Hosking. Yes. It was, it was interesting, though. I thought that the, the woman in the field, well, I can't remember the name, but she, uh, you know, yeah. she, she gets the brunt of his horrible stuff. And then uh, the woman in the, in the um, uh, kitty, kitty, kitty tapu. tapu stands up. You know, I was like, yeah, she, she has to take a stand, which is great. Because yeah. you know, my, my, the Mike Hosking character has pretty much silenced the, the woman in the field. Who, she's, she's, um, she's at the Tangi, right? She's, she's, reporting, right. she's reporting from the Tangi. Oh, and yeah. he's very dismissive. Dismissive, of her. Yeah, it's yeah. real annoying. I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. But, yeah, I wonder, but not only I wonder dismissive. If, like, if in that one, if they're just, I don't know. If, sorry, there's just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just wondering if they're just focused on his character as the is the shithead essentially but then it's i mean the whole thing is about how we can't, fo- can't focus on shithead. him as the shithead yeah yeah i mean ev- everyone everyone working on the tv show is a shithead so that's good you know we've yeah. got, we've got a show for that uh i think that I, I don't really have much more to say about that one i just i just wrote down um that she's amazing, <laughs> so amazing. i mean it Kate made me annoyed them. because it, it just brought to yeah, mind mike hosking i'm Maria like Walker. i've moved to the other side of the fucking world to get away from mike hosking so why do i need to hear about him now <laughs> I think he's been in the news recently yeah. as well, that guy. Uh, cool. And then the last one, uh, actually, we, we sort of talked about all of them in lots of ways, but Mere is, is that's one of my favourite ones. That's that's the, the woman that stands up to the pedophile guy. Oh, the, yeah, <laughs> the, the young girl. Young She's girl. amazing, isn't she? She's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm, I recently had to put together a little, when they had a, when they went there, when the film commission went to Cannes, I was, I was there at the film commission, they asked me to put together like a little reel of, uh, of the actress so they could show it to people. I forgot her name. What's her name? I'm trying to find it. Ah, Acacia, Acacia Happy. The uh, little, yeah. the little girl. She's great. She's really awesome. So that's Paula Jones's yeah, writer directing. Um, and that that scene at the end, it's in the trailer, and it's pretty much in anything where you watch. Oh, you should we should watch Wadu. What is it? I'm going to show you a clip, and it's yeah. that little girl. You know, yeah, <laughs> so it's wow. all that little girl doing her thing, and you mm. know. yeah, that's like that's pretty much the image, right? That's the yeah. thing that sells yeah, that's, this film. That is. And I, and I didn't notice, like, I'd completely forgotten when it, when it starts. I was like, oh, what's this? You know, it's because it starts in a voiceover and it's, and it's uh, an elderly woman singing, singing some sort of a wayata. I don't know. I don't know. What, I can't remember what it is. But, and then it cuts to um, Mere on the ground with the tokotoko in her hand. Oh. And she's next to the grave of her, of her nan. You know? I actually can't remember. I can't remember that part. I can't remember. If it, is it a karanga or is it a wayata? Oh, I think it's a karanga. I can't oh, remember, yeah. actually. I, I, I need to watch it. But I, but I was like... Because most of them start on picture, and this one started on black, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's this? Oh, yeah, What's cool. going on here? So that, that was quite a cool. Mm, and the cool little boy start. as well. Yeah, because she comes along. He comes along and steals. Yeah. The superhero. Yeah, his superhero. <laughs> that's that's also in the trailer. It's also featured. Andrew would love that stuff because Andrew loves um, superhero stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh yeah, and then 
<laughs> yeah, I've, I've written down my note about the the thunderstrike, which you talked about, which was which is really cool. You know, the, the sound, the sound design, mm. the sound design in this whole thing is actually is actually pretty pretty decently good all the way but through. Sorry, just um, yeah, it's and that's like the most fantastical. Like I I like that the episode. Well, yeah. So every every single one of these does feel of a piece, but every single one of them has its voice, has its mm. thing. You know, there's there's um, strictures that they're working to, mm. but um, it's like that. You know, with a uniform, you can kind of add more mm. personality within a uniform than if you could if you weren't wearing a uniform. Right. That sort of thing. I'm just like, you know, we've got this very slapstick one. We've got the in the studio one, which is kind of a bit larger context. We've got this one with Maddie, which is uh, a little bit more fantastical with the thunder strikes and the Oh, I see, man. Right, 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 right. And then we've like the, got the spirituality is 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 is, is sort of um, manifest, posited as real. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then the yeah. the um the cool. single mum with the animations. Oh yeah. The black That's and white, true. obviously, of Titty and Bash, that kind of constantly moving, roving camera with the two grandmas or great grandmas over the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's ah oh, man, wow, woof. Mm-hmm. And and my my I sort of they're coming to the end of my points and I think we we need to wrap up soon. But mm-hmm. um, what did you guys Bex? What what like that last one is in black and white to the bash. What what do you reckon that's about? The black and white choice. What did the that mean to you? Choice. Ah, I don't know. Um, it was really well made that one. I think it's a cinematic choice. You know, it looked really cinematic that piece. So it looked very filmic. Mm. I don't know why she went with black and white. I liked it. I thought the um, I thought Miriam's performance was amazing. Mm. She's so good. She's black, she's Straight beautiful. On, yeah, she's great. She's amazing on screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great actress that um, Miriam. And yeah, I don't know. I think the choices were. I I don't know actually to be honest. Yeah, it's because I, I was curious because they were all color and then then suddenly cut to black and white and I was like, all oh, right. And I think. You know, in in a sort of cliched cinematic shorthand, black and white is real. This is real. This is a documentary. This is like right, right, right. You know, this is like real life, and it and it does feel like you know when they get to that house and that that guy sort of throws the bottle at them and then mm. goes and pisses in the corner. I was like, oh, this is da- it's dangerous. You know, what yeah, she's doing dangerous. is like a real thing. She could it was get, always going to be dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I was thinking, oh, that's what it's about. Like, it's 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 it's, it's showing you like. This is what it's like, and this is what you've got to do to break the cycle, and uh, and you might you might get killed, <laughs> and then it and then it, and then it ends with that the voiceover from the the dead Maru, like you know when I died, uh, I saw the whole world, and you just and and then mm. you're left in silence. And it's just like ah, <laughs> <Amazing, laughs> like, yeah. And I I feel like the black and white adds another element of uh, rawness to it. It makes it makes it made me feel like I was watching like it did add, a real add an element of rawness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And we, we talked about it before, but that look at the camera, man. Yeah. So good. It's a good... Uh, so good. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not expecting it? Because you're just like, no. oh, she's going in the house now. Oh, she, and she looked at us. Yeah. It's like questioning it's you. Souls. It's like, stand up, you people. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what are you going to do about it, Mike Hoskins? Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, that, that was my, my final point. I, I don't have much more to say about this film, except for five stars, and I loved it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, we we don't really talk uh, usually when we do this and we have a, a guest a great guest on we usually talk about your project but you you have a film uh, Bex called uh, Laundry which mm-hmm. I saw in the festival last year was it yeah. last year great uh, 
Great. Yes, it was. Nice. Really great film. Uh, it's got that guy, Rawiri. Uh, Jared Rawiri. Jared Rawiri. And the woman is... Adi Walker. Adi Walker. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's great. Adi Walker's really great. Everything she's she does. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was, she was in uh, Patch in the Black Widow. Yes. Yeah, which, I, which I worked on. Yeah, it's, it was great. I mean, we, I don't know. Is your, is your film still doing the festival run? Yep. And is, yeah, it's just played at Seattle. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. And there's no way that people can see it? People no, listen to it's, still doing the, see it? Okay. it's still doing the festival circuit. I'm just kind of gearing up for my next one, which I'm shooting in September. Oh, cool. Very cool. So that's um, good. And then I'm actually working on the next uh, film that the producers of Wadu are doing, which is oh, right. the same. The, so the, it's the eight. Pacifica Yeah, the Pacifica one. So I'm the Aotearoa director. Oh, cool. That awesome. So that's awesome. It's a, yeah, it's the same kind of 10-minute I haven't done my research. Shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, what are they? Um, Bye. Um, yeah, Vi, but the, the producers, I wrote them down. Oh, K- Kerry Wakia. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Wilson. Very cool stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, um, I'm, I'm really glad that they've got another one off. So I wonder if that's their thing. They're just going to keep making. Sort of yeah, who knows? <laughs> a, 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 that'd be awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited <laughs> to see that one with different Pacifica voices. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm Pacifica. I was born in Fiji. So I'm, yeah, is there right. a Fijian? Yep, yep. Oh, so cool. that's um, Nicole and Sharon Whippy. Oh, cool. cool yeah, cool. so this is the first film. Oh, really. Cool. Yeah. That. Gorgeous, really fun, clever, creative woman. Yeah, it's interesting how um, these sort of uh, Pacifica, like quite specifically ethnically diverse or ethnically specific stories seem to be the best stories <laughs> that seem yeah. to be coming out of New Zealand. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, like do, I need to go make a, a, a film about Fijian Indians. That, that'll, yeah, that's totally. Tell, the, your, the next tell your own stories. Tell your own stories. But yeah, I was kind of like, I was kind of like talking, a, you end up in these circles of people that are searching for funding and some people are like, why do we keep making Maori stories? And I'm like, well, they, they seem to be quite good. You know, like, yeah. You know, like that's, the, that's the sort of thing. Like, the, I think the last, you know, this is a really important, really good film. What was the last one? I was like, The Dark Horse, also about, like, my Maori story, you know? Like, yeah. You know, it's like, well, they're, they're all, all, the, all the really great ones, so yeah, seem to be quite specific. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's it. Like, if you, you get, the more specific you get, the more universal your story ends up being. You know, it's a specific mm. thing about someone, so everyone, everyone can relate to it. Andrew, what, what's your rating of uh, of this of Wadu? <laughs> so that's what we do now. We rate these movies. It's my rating. Jesus. It's a, it's a, it's not it's not like a, a film you watch over and over again. Like it's a, it's a, it's one of those films you're like, oh, that was really great. I'll just leave that alone for a while. I can yeah. Maybe in a year it's, or something. And it's yeah, because it's it's um pretty pretty sad story and pretty pretty sad sort of state of affairs mm-hmm. overall. But it is it is sort of uplifting. Like you know, that last one makes you feel like there's a uh-huh. there's a way out. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, man. I'm, de- I'm just being optimistic. That's just the Hollywood three X structure regime going. There's got to be happiness somewhere. There's something that's happy, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make you feel happy, but it does make you feel. It makes you feel like it, made, it really makes you like you want to do I mean, it honestly, like, it made me feel frustrated a lot. But it also makes you feel good that this filmmaking on this level, you know, I was like, yeah, as a, as a filmmaker, this is Oh, yeah. I mean, not like, not <laughs> frustrated at the film. I mean, you know, a little bit in that, like, <sighs> why do we just have to tell such fucking sad stories? But at the same time, like, frustrated just at the general discourse that still seems to be going on in New Zealand around these sorts of mm. things like mm-hmm. it's always it's, I, th- I mean that's, that's yeah. never going to change is it it's never going to change 
So, um, so what, I'm, what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing from you is that time. it's five stars. Five stars. Okay. What? Yes. What? That's, yeah. That's what but I'm it, hearing. And it's, and it's, also, it's also strange for me being a white male Pakeha New Zealander living away from New Zealand. In Europe. Currently. Yeah. Living in fucking Whitey McWhite town. Um, <laughs> and experiencing this like a true kind of I don't know New yeah, Zealand story representation of um, New Zealand filmmaking at its finest and, and coming from eight amazing female filmmakers mm. nine mm-hmm. nine nine the producer no um, oh there's a writer was a writer director, writer, director. you're right yeah. that's right so there's two women doing there's two women in that one that's right uh, right, read about Josephine and Josephine Stewart to Fear. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that, sorry. Yeah, and Awanui um, directed it. Awanui Simich Pene, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, so there's nine. there's the producer as well. So. Yeah, and Kerry. <laughs> Kerry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we won't forget anyone. Well, Kyle, he's a boy. <laughs> he's a boy. <laughs> All right, well, that, that, thank you very much for joining us. Is, is there anything you want to plug? These don't really go up in a timely manner, but if there's something you want to, <laughs> is some places people can find you on the internet or, or uh, even something cool that you like? Um, well, my next film, Hinekura, is going to be really beautiful. It's a, a pre-colonial coming-of-age story around our first menstrual cycles. Wow! <laughs> so um, that's all heating up and good to go. But ourfilms.co.nz is our company. We've put out a lot of really beautiful content. Mm-hmm. Songs from the inside as well. Songs from the favorites. inside, yeah. Um, my husband's just finished doing a web series. He's still editing at Colonial Combat, mm-hmm. which is like um, superstars of wrestling in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really wow. So that's heaps of fun and it was real crazy, crazy fun to shoot. And a TV show is coming out soon, Takes a Village. Yeah. Takes a Village, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of that. what we got going on. Very cool stuff. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's really great. Thank, Thank you, you so much for, for, uh, for agreeing to joining us. I'm always yeah. such a great caliber of, of, of guests. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, you can find the podcast at NTZOF on Twitter. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it right now. Podcast catches of yeah, different Yeah, if you're cars. listening to it, Please, you know where to find it. Yeah, and rate a review if you can. You know, we don't, you don't have to write us a review, but a rating would be good. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Rajivfilm, R-A-J-E-E-V-F-I-L-M. Uh, Andrew, do you have anything to plug or stuff? No. No, okay. I'm good. No. No. Okay. I'm good. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll be back. Uh, that was episode nine. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with episode 10 uh, to wrap our season up. Oof, holy moly. Holy moly.